All right, all righty. What's going on? My name's Chris Hawkins, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Hey, listen, I'm really kind of like digging this thing right now. Sorry if I, I cut loose on you. I throw a few cuss words out there every once in a while. I try not to, but every once in a while, you just need it for emphasis, if you know what I mean. So I'm walking around, and my routine, when I wake up in the morning, I get up at about 5 o'clock in the morning, and I do my editing, do all the things I need to do on the podcast to get one ready or to finish some stuff up. And then about 8.30, I go out, and I start walking, and I walk for an hour. And I walk and I talk about things like this. I get in front of, in my head on issues and questions that someone might have and reasons why people continue to follow this pattern that we follow without any real consideration for why we follow it, because that's what it really comes down to. And what I've discovered is in all that conversation, all that walking and talking, this continual process of me evaluating my decisions and the things I know, what I came up with is that there's a problem with the plan we've been handed. Now, depending on what side of the fence you're on on that, there's, there's not a problem at all. If you're, if you're a millionaire, if you're the one that is collecting all the revenue from all these choices we make, these financial decisions we make, then there's not a damn thing wrong with your plan because you're collecting money hand over fist. See, that's the ticket right there. But if, in fact, you're the one that has no money, no time, feels like your life is dragging you around by your nose, then maybe you probably should sit down and have a listen to this. See, this isn't any trick. I'm not going to ask you for money at the end of this. I'm not going to say, okay, we've, we've talked about this. I've shared my story for you with you now, so you go ahead and you can buy my book. I don't care whether you buy my book or not. If the book helps, then buy it. I mean, that's a primary rule for me. The reason I'm showing up here to talk about your plan is because the plan is flawed. Here, let's, let's just take it back. Let's go down memory lane. I want to bring this to you, and I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to show you. So let's, let's just think about this. Take a look around at your life, and in particular, the people in your life. And those of, uh, in your life that are, like, say, 25 or 30 years older than you are right now. And if you're really old already, if you, even if you're in your 60s, then maybe 20 years older than you, 10 years older than you. But the reality is, is that... Take a look at where they're at and then think about how they lived their life. And the chances are, if they live their life just like you're living your life, if their life looks a lot like your life, that's where you're going to be. You're never going to fly to Europe and backpack across Europe. You're never going to hike the Alps. You're never going to spend a month in Hawaii. You're never going to skydive. You're never going to climb a 14er. You're probably never going to kayak down the Grand River. You're not going to spend a month in Bar Harbor, Maine, Cadillac Mountain, Acadia National Park, eating fresh lobster out of the ocean, straight out of the ocean, lobster. Your plan doesn't take you there. This plan that we've all been given, I mean, I was curious. I used to spend hours just trying to figure out why in the hell are everybody, is everybody choosing the same stuff? Why is it? I'm like, I know I'm not like them, and yet here I am. I'm 50, 48 years old. I'm covered in, I mean, I've got debt. I've got all of this crap. I would spend a weekend cleaning my garage, and I'd be all proud of myself for moving a bunch of crap around that I haven't used in months in some cases, in years in some cases, moving it around so that everything looks orderly and, and organized. <laughs> you know what it looked organized is to not have all that crap. Then I wouldn't have had to move all those boxes around. See, 
Now, this is just my perspective, and I'm not backing away from it. This is what I believe. I believe that the reason that our lives look like they do is because the idea that we've been given is that no matter what we have, we want more. In fact, that's ingrained in us because we're hunter-gatherers. But the problem is because we haven't been taught how to manage that aspect of our lives, and then there's all these opportunities for happiness. Go to Walmart for one thing, you come back with 10. Go to Sam's Club and you buy stuff in bulk because it feels good to buy stuff in bulk. You feel all proud of yourself, like you're this uh, Neanderthal hunter out there and you just killed a, a wildebeest or something. You know, it's just, no, you're not. That's why it's, but it's so easy. That's why we, that's why we fall into it. And before you know it, guess what? And again, not throwing stones. Look at your checking account. How much money do you have in the bank right now? If the, if COVID-2 came in, in next year or something worse and you had to be out of work for three months, would you be able to do it? I would. Okay. This is what we're talking about. The problem with the plan. And then where the where the the abyss exists is in the ability for people to see a different plan. That was a struggle I had. I kept thinking to myself, well, this sucks for me. I don't like mowing lawns. I certainly do not like fixing doors and working on a house as much as I like being outside, hiking, uh, rock hunting, rock, rock hounding, traveling. There's just there was just so many things in my life that I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I love doing this. And but there I was. I was surrounded by this this mold of a life, this preformed set of choices that took all of that other stuff away from me. Come on, some of, someone you know, you or someone you know has a boat in the back of their yard where the tarp is blown off, the boat is in tatters, or it's not as looking as good as it was when they bought it two years ago. Or an RV's got something, weight machine, $1,800 treadmill with the screen on it. You know someone, or you may even have it yourself. You have something laying around your house that you were just like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be the fix. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be doing it right, living it up." <laughs> and there you are. Ah, boating isn't quite your thing. That's what's going to happen with this big RV crunch, a rush right now. So we're sitting in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in a really nice RV park on the Grand River, and we watch people come and go. Now we've been here almost two months we leave um in on friday we're headed back to colorado but we we um we've been here two months and we stay pretty much stationary we don't move once we get here and it's funny to watch people come and go and everyone seems to have these new campers and new trucks to pull them with and it was really exciting and it's the it's a hard sell it's a hard sell it's talking about what you're missing out on so these people go on these rv parks and the first thing they get the idea on the news the news says well everybody in covid they go camping it's the funnest thing since since camping <laughs> so all these people rush out and they buy these campers and these trucks and they get themselves outfitted to go camping and they show up on the weekend and they go home doing during the week back to their regular lives but the problem is, is for those people who don't really dig all the camp and stuff, don't really dig it, aren't into it as much as, as like Sandy and I are, because we're not camping. I mean, we're really not. We have all the amenities home, including a washer and dryer in our RV. So we're not really camping. But the idea of owning one of these units and then just having it for the weekends, and you load it up and you unload it and you clean it and you got to maintain it, and then you got to make the payments on it. Oh, the payments. $360 for a small camper, $480. Can you imagine having a 41-foot fifth wheel? The payments on our RV, on our fifth wheel, would have been about $1,000 a month if you'd have financed it, right? 
Can you imagine buying something where you have $600 a month and you use it two days a month and you only use it five months out of the year? Maybe even if you use it every weekend, every, if you used it every weekend and every opportunity you had, then that would be a rock in it. But most people don't. But the problem is the plan. The plan was, here, listen, we'll tell you what to do to make you happy, and then you'll do it. We'll tell you that having the big house is what success would define success, and having a fancy car that you polish and you rub more than your wife. I mean, I know people, I know guys who rub their cars more than they rub the person they love. I, why would you do that? I mean, I understand. I used to be one of those guys. I used to wake up every Saturday and I would clean both vehicles and I would detail both vehicles. That means toothbrush in the duck, the uh, AC vents and a wax, of course, and windows clean in and out and leather treatment and all that every weekend. And you know why I did it? Because I had this idea in my mind that by doing that, it would make me successful. I would jump in my truck after it was all polished up. I'd be rolling. I'd jump out, roll the window down. I'd drive around. And everyone who looked my way, I knew, was thinking, man, I want to be him. Look at him. He's so cool. Look at him. He's successful. That's, that, that's the story in my head. And that's the story in your head, if you're honest. Can you imagine what would happen? You want to test this whole thing? I like challenging people by seeing exactly what the response is if you do something different. Go tell someone that you know, someone that cares about you. Hey, tell them, listen, I've been thinking about it. And listen, I think we're going to sell the house and we're going to move to Colorado and we're both going to become raft guides. So in other words, what you're telling these people is you're going to not mow lawns anymore. You're not going to have to maintain the yard. You're going to rent because you're selling your house, right? So you're going to rent a place where you don't have to do any of the maintenance. All you have to do is show up at night and go to sleep put food in the cupboards and, and, and the refrigerator and live your life. And you're going to play on the river every day during the summer as a job. Do you know what those people are going to, how they'll react? Do you know how they'll react? They'll go, oh my God. No, really? Why would you do that? <laughs> They're not, do you see the, the lack of logic in that? The failure for us to see the logic in that? <laughs> that's why that's why it slays me every time I turn around I mean I'm, I'm like and I've done pretty good I've been on a high roll because I've stopped giving a shit what people think about what I'm saying because what I'm saying is true I mean I can I can agonize all day long about the quality and if you think I'm as good as this guy or that guy but I've kind of gotten past all that the reality is is there is no one who can face me and have an argument about it is better to work hard than it is to play hard you ain't going to win that argument because I can find a million people that I, if I caught them on Saturday and said, hey, would you want to go skiing, doing what you love, or you want to mow that lawn? There isn't a person in the world that wouldn't turn, would turn me down. Let's see, you're out there mowing your lawn, that, that crop that no one eats, out there taking care of your stuff. And I roll up and I say, hey, listen, let me get that lawnmower. In fact, I got a crew. We're going to take care of all your yard work for the next two weekends, and you get to do anything. What do you want to do? I'll pay for that, too. You can go skydiving, you can go jet skiing, you can go, uh, you can go uh, snowboard, I mean, uh, water skiing or surfing, whatever your thing is, I'll pay for it. Would you turn me down? Hell no, you wouldn't turn me down. There's a problem with your plan. The problem with the plan is it's not your plan. The problem with the plan is you were given this plan by everyone who loves you, all the people around you. Every message you've been given is telling you how to be and what to think. 
How do you fix it? Let's get to the how you fix it. Well, come up with your own plan. Well, how do you do that? People say, well, you know, I, part of the reason people don't move on some of the stuff I'm doing is they don't know how. So let me tell you how to do it. Shut all the noise off for about an hour every day. Shut all the noise off in your life. And you can do this with someone you love. You can do this with your partner. You can do this together. This is It's a great exercise for couples. But just shut everything off and have a quiet conversation about your dreams, about what you like about your life and what you don't. Now, the struggle with that is you have to be in a really good place to be able to do that. You have to be in a place where you can, you can talk to each other and there are rules that say kindness and empathy. And you start out small. Start out by the fun stuff. Start out about date night. What would you like to do, baby? Well, I don't know. Let's see. How about it? We can start doing date night every Friday night. We get a babysitter and it's just you and me. We could date. If we don't have the money, we could date in. We could go pick up some groceries because it's always cheaper. You know. But you can make it work. That's the plan. Okay, what's the plan? We're going to have date night every Friday night. Okay, so we'll take turns going to the grocery store picking stuff up. Or we'll plan ahead. So when we go grocery shopping the week before, we have our date night food sitting there waiting. Maybe have shrimp, tacos, and wine right? I don't know. You're, it's your plan. All I'm saying is, is that running out every day, buying a bunch of crap, bringing it home, and then in and throwing it up and throwing it in a box and stacking it in the garage because you realize you didn't need it. Not a very good plan because you're busting your ass off for it. So keep it in mind. I think you can do it. I think that today's probably the day that someone is going to say, you know what? He's right. Why in the hell are we working so hard so that when we die, everything goes away anyway? Why are we working so hard and spending so much time doing all this crap and not any time doing what we love to do? And then you're going to step up and you're going to say, how can I change it? You're going to start this conversation. And before you know it, two years from now, a year from now, a week from now, you're looking back at the previous week or the previous month or the previous year and you're going, damn, that wasn't shit. What else you want to do, right? And then grab a hold of it and do it. I hope you'll keep that in mind. Thank you for following. Thank you for showing up every day. I really appreciate it. I'm really loving the new sound on this thing. I hope you are too. I'd love to hear some feedback. Give me some give me some feedback on some of this stuff so I feel like it's 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 working for you. you now, granted, if it's not working for you and you're not buying off of it, just so you know, I'm not stopping because it's good for me, right? It's good for me to show up every day and make sure that my choices are giving me the stuff I want to do. I hope the same for you. Until next time, just remember, today is your day. Make it a good one.